the smell hits you before you even walk in the door. Tacos. The Mexican music emanating from the brightly colored restaurant sounds cheerful and inviting, and you can't wait to run your fingers through the water droplets on the outside of an ice-cold margarita. This night with my friends is going to be so much fun, you think, and some fun is exactly what I need. Five hours later, fun is exactly the last word you would use to describe what you're feeling. You are bloated, stuffed, laying on the couch with your face mashed into the fabric. The citrusy drinks and salsa have left a sour taste in your throat. Your stomach is distended with an entire basket of chips, your tacos, part of your friend's shrimp burrito, and fried ice cream for dessert even though you are already full. When you got home, for some reason you went right to the pantry, scooping handfuls of cereal out of the box, crunching graham crackers, and finishing off a packet of cookies in front of the TV. You're miserable. You're ashamed. You feel sick to your stomach and sick of this life. And yet you know feeling this awful physical pain, self-hate and regret so many times before hasn't stopped you from doing it again. And that's a frightening thought. If this amount of suffering has not made you change, what will? Answering that question is what today's episode is all about. This is the Breaking Up with Binge Eating podcast, where every listen moves you one step closer to complete food freedom. Hosted by me, Georgie Fear, and my co-coach, Mary Claire Brescia. Today, I want to talk through one of the key discussions we have in the first week of our Breaking Up with Binge Eating coaching program. We give the group their first assignment, which is to think about and generate a list of their personal reasons to stop binging. Consolidating your own individual reasons like this is kind of like saving up a spare battery pack, and you can tap into it in the future when you need a motivational boost. I asked in the Facebook group, who made their list? How did it go? And who wants to share something? A client that we'll call Annette said that she found this assignment particularly revealing. She had done a list of the benefits of weight loss years ago, and when she compared her reasons on the not-to-binge list to the reasons to lose weight, she was surprised that they had a lot of differences. The weight loss list was full of benefits that dealt with body size, such as being able to fit in the middle seat of an airplane or shop in a, quote, normal size store, compared to the binge list, which dealt with major emotional benefits. For example, on that list, she had not feeling guilty about food choices, feeling more relaxed and more calm, and less fearful of food, and more love for herself. Annette hit upon a crucial point. Too often, people morph their binge-eating problem into a weight-loss problem in their mind, and that makes it much harder to stay on track. So when you're smelling tacos, thinking, hmm, do I want to tread cautiously here? They think of their goal being weight loss, and they reject that goal as not being compelling enough. It's not urgent. It seems superficial and flaky sometimes to be dieting or worried about our weight. So we reject the idea of dieting, and that ends up making us say yes to everything, which can lead to a binge, feeling our control slip away, and making us miserable in the end. Do not cram your emotional state, life quality, and self-esteem into this little box labeled weight loss. Open that box, unfold those possibilities, and see how large they are. By changing this behavior pattern, you stand to gain better emotional health and higher self-esteem. You could gain wisdom and strength through experience handling emotions without numbing yourself. You could listen to and love your family with greater depth and connection. Without binging, you could discover aptitudes and creativity and passions inside you that have been locked up for years. 
You could live more fully, engaging with the world and showing up in your life instead of doing what feels like endless dress rehearsals trying to look the part. I want to stop there with giving examples because I want you to think about this in the context of your life and dredge up your own true reasons. What would change if you just didn't worry about food anymore? Where would you put your time and your energy and your money that's currently being siphoned off by binges? Over the course of the decades you have left on this planet, what could that amount to? It's no surprise to anyone that stopping binge eating often does produce weight loss, but even more than losing weight, I love as a coach how seeing people's lives are just fundamentally and dramatically improved by beating this disorder. Losing weight doesn't always make people considerably happier, but I can tell you stopping binge eating absolutely does. For everyone listening, I invite you to think about and make this list for yourself. It can help in a powerful way when you feel in the future like, why am I doing this? Or you have the sabotaging thought enter your brain that says, I just don't care. Don't think of stopping binge eating as a matter of losing or gaining weight. Think of it as losing or gaining your life. You will feel challenged on this road. I can guarantee it. You will want to ignore certain lessons. You will want to think about them, but not really do them. And you are going to want to binge at times. In these moments, read your list. Be reminded that you can be happier, have a better life, spend more meaningful moments with your family, fall more deeply in love and live life that is vastly more fulfilling. It's meaningful enough to give you reason to pause and resist the temptation to binge even though it's uncomfortable. It really is worth it. I'll leave you with one little secret too. Plan to add to this list as you go, so leave some room at the end, because as exhaustive and optimistic as you think you're being today, there are always more benefits that surprise people along the journey. There are treasures in store you have not even thought of. I look forward to seeing you in our next episode. 